Hello and welcome to Have You Registered for Noosa? It's on the Park Run Life channel. I'm your host, Luke Morris, and my guest is Stacey Harfield, who has a PB at Park Run. Hello. Oh, such a long time coming. <laughs> oh, well, that's what training, it has to get there eventually. What do you mean, long time coming? What, from your I'm first feeling, park run to... I'm feeling very ecstatic this week for yeah. that very reason. It was, Good. and I think as the days have gone past, I've um, I've sort of, um, I don't know, just looked at the stats, gone back and forth and, <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, looked at your so heart what rate, happened? looked at the elevation. Yeah, looked at... <laughs> you know, he looked at every little the elevation was like zero. Yeah. But that's not the point. Um, so for the listeners at home, I got invited by the coach, invited, to, which is always a bit scary when yeah. you get invited to, um, to come into Albert park, park run, um, to be paced by the coach for a 5k, um, event, which, um, is just a bit scary in itself. Um, so I took the opportunity and I, drove myself into Albert Park and I got there and did my warm up and I met because then uh, you were just expecting to do a a workout a normal routine oh, thing no it was a he, park run push yeah, it, it was he, always going to be any kind of parameters so, like, no so when he asked me to come in I asked him what he thought the paces would be just to give me a rough idea because I was looking back over my last PB um, and what the breakup breakdown was for each kilometer um and I did that at a park run in February 2022 um and I hadn't really been oh. able to beat that time since then oh wow I had come close uh but not able to get under that time and um had you had so you, the the previous times you've tried had you had a coach or anyone pacing you no and that time I ran that Annette paced me Yep. for that run um i had done some workouts that i got pretty close to like i was like less than a minute out of from the pb and stuff on some of those fast workout ones um but hadn't managed to get under it so he asked me to come into albert park i was a little bit scared but i went um and then <laughs> i got to the start line and guess who was there oh yeah i was there you were there <laughs> as well so that was a little bit daunting to have the the two of you um, huh. be there ready to to pace me. Um, sometimes, like I'm fully aware of my capabilities and the, and the slowest runner in the group. Um, and it, for you guys, it would have just been a and leisurely stroll in the park. Um, but there was we we took off, and there was a little bit of whispering going on, which I was not privy to. Um, but obviously, Sean was. Just letting Luke know what the plan yeah, no, of attack no, before, was. Before you, before I saw you, he whispered to me, you know, and like you were ages, you you were far away, but he was like, "So we had a under twenty five minutes." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I was so, just going to go easy, but no, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit up. Okay. We um, so I got told not to look at my watch. I had asked previously about paces and he'd said not to set anything in the watch, just press start and don't look at it again. Um, 
So obviously I looked at it um, <laughs> when I when I heard that first 1K beep and saw that it was like 503. Yep. So I thought, okay. And then he was like, Stacey, don't look at your watch. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yep, no problem. And I think it's trust trust the, 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 the coach. So yeah. he knows he's been training me for what, two years or so. He knows what I'm capable of. I'm trusting that he's not going to take me out too hard that I'm not going to be able to finish and that I'm going to at least be able to get over the line, you know, in a good time and not yeah. burn out before I get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, he's, he's, he's watched your progression for your, your half marathons and your marathons. He knows you got some strength in there. He knows where to, where to push you to for the, for 5k. Yeah. Yeah. So look, it was, like I felt really comfortable that first K, but I think always in that first K you're like, I could do this all day. And then (laughs) reality starts to hit in and your legs start to tire. And so I um, felt like I was, I felt really good up until the the two K mark. And then by three K it was starting to really feel hard. And I felt like I was might be slowing down. Um, that's kind of where we hit that wind pocket um, yes. yeah. where Luke and Sean moved in front of me to create yeah, a little barrier. I don't know if you heard Sean sort of called me to, to block in front of you. So yeah. 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 So I was able to sort of run sitting right on Luke's tail just to catch the, you know, catch behind him. Um, so that was about the three kilometer mark. And I really was starting to feel, and I think he could tell that, he was sort of starting to pick up my form, like, stop, you know, don't move your arms across as much. Yes. Just pump your elbows up and down. Keep your chin up. Look where you're going. Yep. Yep. All of that sort of thing. Because I do tend to lose a bit of that, um, you know, a bit of that posture, a bit of that sort of um, form, yeah. the more tired I get. Well, that's 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 a very, very common thing for, for runners. And I've heard people talk about, you know, I asked a question from um, Sinead Diver. Do you know Sinead, Sinead Diver and Ali Pash, Pashley? I, yeah. I got a question in a form about that topic. I said, you know, if you're losing form, do you slow down? Do you just try and plug plug on through? What do you, what do you what do? You, how do you do it? Yeah. And and they said, yeah, but it was sort of a bit of a, a – they put a bit of thought into it. And it was the fact that yet really what you do want to do is get back to good running form because you will yep. benefit from that more than you will from gritting your teeth and just trying to push through. The 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 benefit of the form will, will take over so much of the the effort that you're putting in effectively. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and I think yeah. I think the um the um that sort of yeah that three between that three and four k mark i think in a 5k is is usually the part where people like it sort of hits you it's the same with the sort of 8k mark in a in a 10k race you sort of hit that that's kind of where you're going to hit your wall so I, i did start to feel after that 3k it was getting hard and i did feel like i was slowing down and when i look at the times now i obviously wasn't because he was really pushing me along um i was uh, imagining uh that you that you uh, had a rope and i was trying to pull myself yeah. towards you as i was running um so i was just trying to keep you in my sight and not 
drop any further back and try and stay um, with you as close to you as possible. Um, and obviously I had Sean next to me and he was sort of like coaching me along. Um, once we hit the 4K mark, I I was really just telling myself to hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> it's less, you know, in your head, you're like, it's less than a K, it's less than a K. I can yeah, do a yeah. K, it's less yeah, than yeah. a K. So I was really mentally just pushing myself to keep going. Um, and then he pulls out the, I'm going to count down to three, two, one. And when I say like one, you've got, you've got to turn it on. You've got to give it mm. everything you've got. And I was so hoping that I wasn't going to be too far out because I just didn't know how much I had left. Well, that was, to put that in. was roughly from my memory. That was roughly the 200 meter mark. It was about 200 meters out. I could yeah. clearly see the finish line. I could see yep. the flags. So I knew we were close. Um, and then I just got the, yeah, three, two, one on, and then just go, go, go. And I don't know how, you, like, I felt I had nothing left, but no. you always just seem to be able to pull something. And I think yep. when you know it's only that short distance, like I can just push. Um, and that was my fastest kilometer, that last K. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I but came you would over have the line. About everybody around you as well, was just sort of trying to push, pick up, and everybody was, you know, yeah. that last that last bit. Everyone got to carry you. Yeah. yeah. So I came in at about forty-five seconds under my PB. Yeah, uh, which was just incredible. Uh, didn't think that I was capable of beating it by that amount. So that was just. Um, but I also don't think I could have done it without you guys either because that was just phenomenal just having you guys there um, just pushing me along. You know, you do, you do doubt yourself a lot and when you get tired, you think, oh, I'll just ease up a bit, whereas that was just put – there was no, you know, push. There was no room for um, easing up at all. I was on, you know, pushing hard the whole time. Yep. Um and it was a tough 25 minutes but <laughs> to break that 25 minutes was, um, yeah, get it yeah, right. It was, so was 24.49 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, which is, I mean, when I first started running, my very first goal was to run 5k in 30 minutes. Um, mm. so to crack the 25 minutes was just, such a huge thing you know each time you get a pb you think oh my god i'm never ever going to be able to run that fast ever again like that's the <laughs> fastest i've ever run in my life um and yet you're on your haunches somehow afterwards. You, you, yeah, trying you still to get find as much something well, i never thought i'd crack 25 i was it was just yeah really exciting so yeah i definitely the training the hard work that we put in the consistency that we yeah, put in I, yeah yeah um you know, I mean, we run five days a week. Well, I run five days a week. Some of the guys run six, you know, week in, week out. We don't we don't skip anything. We don't take shortcuts, you know, and I think that does pay off um, in the long run as well. So it was a really exciting week. Um, I don't think I could have, yeah, I could have started it any better. I was like still on a high. I was trying to explain to work how people at work how exciting it was and you know um non-running people don't really get it so anyone <laughs> that had any like running I was like guess what I did on the weekend so um 
yeah, I was just on a high for many, many days after that. It's been awesome. So, that's yeah. Right. That's particularly so good. So, that was my park run. It, it took you so week. long to, to get there. That's, um, that's great dedication as well. But it just shows the effort you, you have to put in to crack a PB once he's, once he's taking those times down. Yeah. Every second is hard, hard to, to get. Yeah. They are very hard to beat. I've found that with the 10K. I'm so close, but I'm just not quite there. Last one I raced, I was just under a minute off the PB, Um, you know, which over 10K is not massive. Like it's substantial, but not huge. And it's it's definitely doable. Like it's there. It's in my sights. I just can't quite um, crack it. And as I said before, I really find I struggle at that 8K mark. Um, That's kind of a a real weak point for me. Uh, And I do lose a little bit of time on that eighth kilometre. But, yeah, so I think after Noosa, I might think about having another crack at the 10K. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, PB. So that, that might be the next sort of challenge me that'd be good that'd be that surprisingly probably doing having that long run you know half marathon um experience will really help you just step down into that 10 just just basically using the strength you've got and add a bit more speed work to then have you have you got any 10ks in mind or you you look at that when you um i'll have to look weekend. at it when i get back yeah yeah i um yeah, I haven't really – actually, I was kind of pondering this week, like I'm going to do this run on Saturday um, with you and Annette and then I don't really have anything else after that. And so what's that going to look like for me? I mean, I'm – Have you registered for anything, the next new series? Re- <laughs> exactly. What's next? What's next on the list? And I know you've got a massive marathon coming up and you're going to be starting to ramp up the training for that. and. Yeah you know, which is massive. Um, so yeah, I need to, I need to pick something and I always like having a goal, you know, to work towards. So yeah, I'll, I'll have a think and see what I can, uh, there is that, uh, Grand Prix race. I think it's in September Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. around the Grand Prix track, um, yep. where they're removing all of the, um, traffic islands and, and it's going to be a fast track, um, and there's a 10k course on that that I might, I might enter. Um, I'd so, say it's a yeah. little bit. It's a little bit. September's a bit far away as a. Mm. I'd, I'd say. What are we in now? There's, May. There's a, there's a sand down 10k. Um, I was thinking of Melbourne one Melbourne 10k, but I don't think the one Melbourne 10k is a particularly PB friendly course. Um, oh, I actually um, was a pacer for that last year, which oh, yeah. was an awesome experience um, yep. if you ever get the opportunity to do it. Um, I paced for 70 minutes, yep. uh, 10 kilometres. Um, and so you got your balloon tied <laughs> to your back <laughs> and a, a, um, a bib on, uh, pinned onto your back that said yep. 70 minutes pacer. Um, and you just ran along and... Um, you know, chatted to people and sort of encouraged people to, you know, stay with you. And um, I loved it. It was just a fantastic experience. Running at that speed for me was a really, really easy pace. It was like seven minute Ks or something. Um, 
so I could talk a lot while I was running. <laughs> so I was like cheering for people and I was having little conversations with people and hearing their life stories and how they got to, you know, be running what they're doing now. And I just loved it. I yeah. Um, just, yeah, it was, it was really great. I had some people that hung on and were just at the end. They're like, thank you so much. Like, I, I stuck with you. And, um, you know, I got a PB today because of you. And I, I really felt like I was able to help a, a group of people, you know, um, get to the finish line of a 10K and, yeah, I'd definitely do it again, given the opportunity. I really, really loved it. Um, and it was, yeah, it, it's a good event. Yeah, as I said, as you said, I'm not sure it's a PP course. It is a little undulating at times, but, um, yeah, it's it's not bad. Yeah. No, um, I'm, I'm registered for the half marathon in that, and I think I might, if I might try and put my hand up as a, as a pacer as well. Depends on what what coach wants me to do that day. Yeah, yeah. I'd be but, happy to pace again. I haven't registered for anything yet, so yeah. we'll touch base with him after Nusa and um, and see. But um, other than that, this week obviously we're tapering because we're racing on Saturday. So I had a really small workout on Tuesday and an easy run today, and a really little little easy run Friday, and then. It's the big day. Yeah, dance time. So did you, you had a workout this week as well? Yeah, I had a, had a workout, had a um, an easy run and that was that was pretty much it, long, long run Sunday, um, and, uh, but not, not too long. And yeah, just feeling it today in terms of I really wanted to go for a longer run. I really wanted to do more. And this afternoon I was like, I, I could really, I could really go for a run now. I just, just, did you ever get that feeling where you just like, I just want to, I haven't done enough. I want to do more. I want to go somewhere. I I really feel that with how many days have we got to go? Thursday, Friday, two days to go. Nothing I do now is going to make any difference to what happens on Saturday, except if I like do something silly. No, like, no. What, what I mean, would... like, do, does your body ever get tingly? Like it just, it just feels um, like, oh, I wish I could go for a run, but I have to, you know, put it on ice or, you know, I've only got an easy one today, but I feel like I could go for longer, but I've got to put it on yeah, ice. Because, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. I think sometimes, although I think Sean, when he does his plans, he is pretty good at sort of um, laying out that recovery. Like I did that little workout Tuesday and today was just a really easy yeah. recovery run and I felt like yeah I I wouldn't want to have done any more today um okay. but yeah okay. definitely other days you you might be like oh I could probably go an extra five but yeah. there's always a method to his planning and um oh I know you that know, I I just think sets... of it I, I just think of it in terms of uh I feel you're feeling good I'm feeling <laughs> yeah I feel like I'm ready to go yeah we're supposed to be in peak condition this week. You're, this is where we feel the best. Your horse is at the gates, and even though yes. I don't like horse racing at all, but your horse is at the gates just going, let me go. I'm like, yeah. no. Just, just wait. Easy. Just wait. Yeah, it's just nothing yeah. today. No running today. Boo. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, yeah, a funny week when you're so used to running a certain yeah. amount of Ks each week. 
it's really cut down and you feel like, oh, I looked at my watch and yesterday I did that run in the morning and it was only like a 32-minute run and then I was like, I haven't even clocked my 10,000 steps for the day. Like, <laughs> just, you know, like I just hadn't. So, yeah, I I feel like, yeah, tapering week is 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 funny. It's a bit weird because you, you're so used to doing all those kilometres and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I've, I've only done like, well, I don't know, what have I done this week? Not even 15. And you're like, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I am looking forward to feeling good on that start line on Saturday and, yeah. you know, um, executing the plan, of which I don't know what my paces are yet. Um, I was having a look through my last couple of half marathon races to do see want, do, do you want to do you want to talk about that and the uh what the the, the second half of things mm. about uh what to do with the trip um but I'll, I'll i'll jump right now into this week and i'll, I'll share with you a couple of things i discovered about running this week cool one do, do you want do you want the science or do you want the practice which, which do you want first Science Give me the practice. science first. Science first. Okay. Yeah. So this week, I, I thought I'd do some research because I haven't had arguments with people, but I have had people telling me that um, running's bad for your knees. Running's bad oh, for yes. your knees. Oh, yes. Definitely that heard that before. And so I did a little bit of research on Google Scholar. Okay. I don't know if you know Google Scholar. Google Scholar is basically Google, but for peer-reviewed scientific papers with evidence so okay. the, the scholarly articles <laughs> it's basically where the na na name comes from it's, it's very selective of what it what it uh, shows you and he, here's a quote from um one of the first things that I've, i put in just to try and find about this running knee thing no arthritis and and knee pains and things caused by running only 3.5 percent of recreational runners have osteoarthritis compared to 10.2% of sedentary individuals, meaning that you are much less likely to get osteoarthritis from running than somebody who doesn't do exercise. Yeah. Now, here's the catch. However, a relationship may present 13.3% of elite runners had osteoarthritis. Oh, so as long as we're not elite, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and and I was trying to workshop that in my brain, and I think a lot of that is, and I, I, don't, I don't know if you've experienced this, but um, people who are elite, people who do it for a job and push themselves to very extreme levels, they push themselves through pain. They push themselves yes. through warning signs that you should yeah. pull back that or you we should, should stop. You, you, you know, people play with injuries and we don't. <laughs> and yeah. I well, think some people are better at that than others. So yeah, but I think that's that might be an indication indicator of a tipping point where you wind up jumping from three point five percent as recreational into the thirteen point three percent of elite. Um. Well, yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, when you do do it as a job, as an elite athlete, running is not one of those things that you get better at by practicing more. It's about the balance of time on your feet, 
Whereas if you want to become a better musician, you practice more. But running is not like that. So, yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, you have to keep, well, yeah, you, you, you do have to keep running though. You can't just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But you can't just practice eight hours a day to get better at it. You have to. Oh, no, you, doing 200 kilometres doesn't necessarily make you better than someone who does 150. or Correct. Something. Yeah. It's running smarter, not longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there you go. There's, there's the science. So, so there's some evidence for people who say that running is bad for you. It's actually better for you than not doing. So many benefits, and particularly if you're an arthritis. Um, the practical side of things. So I've been toying with how to go running with water. Now, I usually run with a, a bladder pack because it, it carries yep. keys and phone and stuff. Food and fluid, yeah, fluid. But uh, I sort of think I don't really want to keep carrying that for particularly races. And even though I, I hate picking up plastic cups and drinking from them, um, I, I thought, what's what's an alternative to those? I remember Coach actually saying early on that there's something that even elite runners use. And so I went for a run this morning. With my pack on, because I was carrying my keys and my phone, but also a pop top. Oh, wow. Yep. So, you know, $5 for a pack of six pop tops. You get a little plastic bottle with a squeezed top. And I, I, I ran carrying that. And the thing I, I discovered early on was it's a little bit, it's a bit annoying to run and hold a bottle. But then by about the 45 minute mark of, of today's, run i was thinking gee the packs feels a bit restrictive it doesn't release a lot of heat it's a bit annoying for that but the bottle i'm progressively drinking it and by the end of that bottle i can throw that away and my hands are free and i'm completely fine and that was me testing this because i think i'm going to fill this up with uh, hydrolyte liquid and um run with a pop top instead of a, a a runner's pack and hopefully that will be enough liquid i'll carry a gel i'll carry a couple of gels and um that and yeah so I'll that's that. what i do i do have you? a very small little bottle huh. but i am lucky because i have a little pocket in my um skirt so i usually run with a skirt obviously yeah. Uh, but underneath the skirt is a little pair of shorts and on the little side of both shorts is a little pocket yeah. Um, just enough to fit a couple Is of gels on one side and a little tiny bottle on the oh. other side. Oh, okay. So I do tend to um, do that. I don't find it holds a lot though. So I do tend to still uh, grab some water at some of the stops. Um, this is only 250 mil, which... 250 mils is not a massive amount. Not a but massive yeah, I do amount, put electrolytes but... in yeah. it as well. Um, but I still do grab a little bit of water and try and just grab it, you know, put a little bit in. Um, but I also have a running belt as well, which I can tuck things in rather than having the full vest. Um, you know, I put my, tuck my phone into my running belt and keys and stuff like that when I run. Would you, would, um, would, yeah. Would, but would you take that when you're on a race? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I tuck my phone into it. Um, 
when I when you're race. racing, really? Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. It's not yeah. restrictive at all. Or it's not you don't feel like no. it's extra weight or anything like that. Nah. Huh? No, no. Huh. I I did used to run with a vest as well a lot, yeah. especially when I was training for the marathons. I found depending on the weather too, I would take consume a lot of fluid at times. Uh, so it was really good to have the you know liter or so of fluid on you. Um, a liter of fluid while you're running. Yeah, in summer. Okay. Um, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. Okay. I might not have drunk at all, but I would. There were days where I, you know, just every couple of k, have a sip of fluid. You oh, know? Probably, and when you're I'm running a thirty k, you're probably doing it right. I'm just, yeah. When you're running thirty k, thirty five k, you know, that's a lot of sips over the the time. So yeah, um, it's sort of, um, but yeah, I also found it is extra weight that you're carrying, um, and when you're used to it, it's fine. And, and I have certainly used it on a lot of occasions. Um, and I know Annette doesn't run with them in the race just because even when you train with it and then you don't run with it on the race, you just feel so much lighter. It's like, ah. um, so yeah, definitely. I think um, it's, yeah, I, I see heaps of people running with them, um, you know, and then lots of people not. So I think it's just a personal choice what, what works for you. Um, if you're taking on a lot of fluid, then it's great to be able to carry it yourself. And then, you know, you're not waiting for a stop in 5K time. You can just have a drink whenever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, I, think, I mean, there's lots of benefits for it. Yeah. Carry, that, those those drink tables, I think there's benefits, there's, there's positives and negatives to them. I think they're good for if you're trying to pace yourself out for a specific sort of, you know, if you need a, a spot to slow down, you can slow down, have a, have a drink, consume yep. your drink, make right. sure you have that drink and keep going and then and keep pick going. your pace up again. But if you just want, if you are trying to roll on through, they yep. can get really congested. It's hard yes. to grab stuff. There's people all over the place. They stop, so, you know, someone can just stop in front of you. Ah, oh, hate, yeah, hate it's, it can be annoying. Um, what gels do you use? What are your preferred? Um, I I can't remember exactly what the name is called. I think it's called GI. Okay, um, yeah. I can grab one and find it, but um, uh, I might have one in this bag next to me. Actually, this bin. No. And these are obviously ones that you have trained with, because there's nothing new on the day. No, there's nothing new on the day. No, I love <laughs> I love these because. The best thing about them is they are very easy to open. Yeah. So there's no, I, I think you use Morton's and they're, they're quite good because there's a nice consistency yeah. to them. And I haven't had a problem with opening them, but they have got that tear. Rip open tab. Yeah. And the ones I were using, I think they were Endures. I, not only did I start to get really sick of the taste of them, there's only like three of them. They're that, very sickly yeah um i didn't really like the taste of them but they were, they were fine they were 100 fine apart from not even 100 fine i was sick of the taste but then i started to find i started to fight more and more with opening them while i was running yeah especially and, when your fingers are sweaty yeah and you can't oh yeah i was tearing them with my teeth it was oh this is irritating but then these ones gi i think they're called gi's um it's like a pouch 
and you just bend the uh, pouch in two, yep. and the central theme, uh, central seam snaps open, and then oh, okay. you just squeeze through the the central the central. Ah, bit. okay. And yeah, you know, you, it's very, it's very easy to do. It, you can almost see where the opening is when they're in normal pouch form, but as soon as you bend them in half, pop, and then you just squeeze it oh, open. Easy, and yeah. Easy as you just. Uh, hold it out your mouth and it can, that, and do you a, have to take those with water or are they you know have some you have to sort of consume with a bit of liquid as well um i uh, yeah i obviously i think they're all better if you have some liquid of them because they are as you alluded to they're quite sticky and have that syrupy kind of character to them but this yeah. one um you can just take it on yeah and there's a range of flavors, and so far, I've liked all of them. So, uh, two yeah, so the Mortons and no, no real taste to it. Yeah, it's pretty, just like a very thick gel substance. Um, I so usually uh, the recommendation is about in a race situation every forty-five minutes or so yeah. uh, to to take on a gel. So. That's going to be my plan for Saturday. Um, one before so the run starts. Run yes. On, run on, take one just walking to the start line. Yeah. I, I, I've only just done that recently. I never used to do that. Annette always takes one at the start. Um, but I will on Saturday. Uh, I have started doing that of late. Um, and I do feel like, yeah, it just... I don't know, maybe just sort of gives you that push. I'm really hoping um, that he's going to break the run up into 7K blocks because I did that for my last oh, okay. Um, okay. run and I really found mentally that really worked for me. Yep. Um, so I'm kind of hoping we can do something similar. So I might be, you, you know, aiming for the gels at each end of, the, of those blocks. Um, yeah. I can't anticipate that there's a like a, a, a do not con it's not like a red ball. It's like don't have more than two a day or else you go no. blind. No. Yeah. No, there's yeah. not. So for a marathon, uh, you know, based on that time sort of thing, I would have consumed I think the last one I ran I did maybe five, but yeah. I was really struggling to consume the last like it just gets to the point where you're like, I just can't swallow this. It's just, it's just, you just feel like it's going to hit your stomach and bounce back up. Yeah, because um, they don't you, digest very no, nicely. I found at the end, I yeah, but half marathon is fine. Like three, I can I can do. Um, so yeah, that that'll be my plan um, for Saturday, uh, nutrition wise, and then obviously a little bit of um, electrolytes in the in the water bottle in the in the little secret side pocket well since since we're talking these are plans now what is your did, did you have a um a time or pace or anything that you were thinking of um so you, you mentioned I, it earlier yeah so i still need to talk to sean uh before he sets the paces um but uh, so my PB is just over 154. 
um, for the half. And that is an average pace of 523. Yep. Um, which, uh, when I look at the splits, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really like, oh, I don't know whether I, you know, uh, whether I think that I'm going to be able to do that. So I, I will be, yeah, I will have a chat with Sean and just see what he's thinking. Because um, some of these, you know, like I was obviously starting out at 5.25 pace and then sort of 5.20 and then trying to get faster from there. So yep. whether we stick to a plan like that or not, I'll, I'll just, yeah, have a chat with him and see what he says. But, you know, ultimately, yes, I, I'm definitely trying to go for a PD. Um, have I done enough? I, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm not going to quite make it. Uh, I'll be oh. close. I'll be really close. But I just, I don't know. I have a couple of doubts just on some of the runs that I've done. That one a couple of weeks ago, you know, the really long, hard slogs where I have really struggled. And I know it's not race day conditions and you're not tapered and you're not, you know, all of that stuff. I get it. But I don't know. I Yeah, it, just, it does make me doubt my, you know, ability to, to hit the paces on the day. But, um, you know, I'm going in with a positive, I'm going to do my best to get to this time and see where we end up. Um, what as was I the, said, what that, was the course like on your PB? Well, the, I think I talked about that in our first session. It was a one and a half K loop around a lake. Ah. that Annette ran with me completely yep. flat no wind early morning um and it was you know I had a pacer uh my pacer even uh-huh. held my drinks for me and my <laughs> gels and so all I had to do was just run and keep running at uh and keep up with her and she you know kept pace of the the times and everything and how fast we were going and and I just put my full faith in in her um ability to get me to that time um but the conditions were absolutely perfect there was absolutely no elevation uh so i fully acknowledge that it was like the perfect day and the perfect run um so whether or not i can get to that at noosa when it's different conditions i'm running on my own i'm running with you know people there'll be paces around you as well but yes um, I'm just trying to look up the map, and they haven't and hopefully done a, lots of like, downhills because I like the downhills. Job of uh, giving us, they haven't given us a. Um, uh, well, we know it's a two-lap an elevation. course for the half marathon. That's an out and back, isn't it? No, it's a it's a lap course. It's two laps for the half and four laps for the full. Oh, bio, is it? I hate that. Yeah, you should, we should look that up before Saturday. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. Speaking of that stuff, um, sorry to change tactics, shoes. I've got new Mm. shoes. I don't want to – I just want to take them new on. I just want to put them brand new on. I've worn them. I know they fit. I know they don't have niggles on them, but I haven't Have you done at least an easy run in them? Nah. I haven't even done that. And I'm I'm really quite keen to not. Do you want to lose a toenail? Oh, it's the first time for everything. <laughs> um, 
I this have is the thing. If, before, if I, if but I I've always them. done like a seven k easy run in them first. No, maybe I'll do that tomorrow morning then. Just to make sure, you know, it's not pushing against one toenail, or you know, I do them up the right tightness just to iron out any of those little issues. Actually, that's a good point. I'd like to get I'd like to get the mm. feel like the the laces right before the day. Yes, because if you tie them too tight on the day. It's annoying to stop and change it and it's even and more annoying to just push through and just and that's all you can feel at the end is how tight you've tied your yeah, okay. and it's awful. Yeah. That's my recommendation. Um but shoes I so you're wearing your Sacconi Pros that yep. you've just got. Yep. I am still tossing up between the vapor flies and the alpha flies. I can give you no intel on those shoes. I know <laughs> nothing about them. Yeah, I'm not sure. What, yet. what what's what, okay, what's what what would you say is the benefit of one or the other? Um, so the vapor flies I've worn for, for for a few races now and I well they're the ones I wore for the park run PB on Saturday, the purple ones. Um they're fast, they're light, they're um comfortable, you know. Uh, but the alpha flies are that level up, but they I'm just I don't know. They're hard to get on and off. They're 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 also light, but I just have this weird feeling about the right foot, and I don't know whether it's in it's in my head or it's the actual shoe. But I feel like I can feel something right down the middle of the shoe. Like it's just I don't know. Where are the other ones in? No, get rid of those. Yeah. Put them in the bin. Torch them. Put them on no, eBay. No, I absolutely can't. <laughs> They've only done like one race, and they're very expensive shoes. I, I think I just need to give them another go, but I, I don't think Saturday is that day. No, I think I need like to run to with me. something that I'm comfortable in and that I'm that I'm that I'm happy. Yeah. Sounds like you need to put them on for a workout and yeah. just, just see if you can rear, rear in whatever the point is. And if you can't, then I don't know, save them for park run pushes or something like that. You know, when, yeah. you do, when you've got a shorter run, Short even runs, even yeah. if, if you're confident they're still a good shoe, there's just annoying. You don't want to have annoying for, you know. 21K. No. <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, the vapor flow, I still haven't decided on anything else yet. So, I, I will start packing tonight and tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think everything else is, Wear my MSR shirt, hat. Yes. Um, just have to pick my skirt. Um, sunglasses. I'm going yeah. to have to buy some sunglasses. Oh, I've got I'm good uh, sunglasses that I love, so I'll wear those. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I've got my nutrition sorted. Um, I think I'm set. I've got the I've got the uh, mod squad shorts that have that split right up the thigh and i don't oh yeah I've never worn I have them those too <laughs> and i just i just sort of i have a black pair i just sort of i'm a bit afraid of wearing them because they look that, that might be a bit too that. revealing yeah <laughs> um they're very race, yeah, I do. race ready shorts but they, they are, are good for race day um i have those shorts too in black um and yeah i've worn them a few times and yeah they're a little bit more revealing than I would normally wear. Um, but you definitely won't be out of place. And we're going to Noosa. 
this is true. Yeah, it's gonna, that's a so, lot. That's, that's an area of people who show off their bodies. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll wear them. So I think I think you'll get away with it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So other than that, I haven't really packed anything else or done anything. I've sorted all my race stuff out. That's the most critical stuff. Um, otherwise, I'll yeah just chuck the rest in the bag tomorrow and off we go. <laughs> so, although well, I s- I'm speak- weighing my bag, no, yeah, still no. tempted just to pay for luggage and just be done with it. But anyway, I'm packing light. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm about to um, pack myself just to uh, be organised. Um, uh my accommodation is really close to the start line and the uh i think the uh pick up your bib area so I'm oh that's going... good yeah that'll be fun well we'll figure it out because i'll have a car so we can go anywhere anyway so it'll be fine well, um so you haven't talked about your uh race strategy for saturday so what is uh, your uh plan of action um so B goal, B goal being my goal, is anything sub 90 minutes. I think yep. that would be a seven, that would be a seven and a bit minute PB. Oh, so awesome. That's, that's a big chunk off, but also obviously I've done a hell of a lot of training since the last time I, I raced a um, half. And yep. I So feel... when was the last time you raced a half marathon? Run Melbourne. Run Melbourne last, last year. Last year? Yeah. Okay. So, so almost that, 12 months. Well, yeah, yeah, probably about 10 months, whatever that is. Um, and, yeah, I, I didn't have a great lead up for that and I, I I still, yeah, still did okay. So I feel I feel like, I mean, all the stats, you know, I did, a, I can do a sub 40 minute 10K now and if you double that and then add some, um within that 90 minute break yep so so it's definitely achievable it on should, the day if the conditions are right yeah yeah i that's my b goal so go so much like going into queenstown marathon my goal was anything under 44 hours and i achieved that but um sean had a much more uh sharp edged goal in Queenstown <laughs> that I, 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 I failed to achieve and he might have another much more sharp edge goal for me to achieve in Noosa. And I don't know what that is yet. Um, yeah, I think he's going to send some you details have to wait tomorrow. Till closer. Yeah. You have to wait till closer to the day. It, he and might then... be thinking around the 85 minute mark. Yeah. Um, but Basically, all it's really is is something. I'm in my mind. It's start out at four ten pace, uh, roll into about a four minute pace, and then yep. see where we're feeling with about five or so k to go, and yeah, uh, maintain or try and push up. But you know, that's that's that classic brain where you you five where you start thinking oh i'm 5k away and it's only a park run away oh yeah it's only a park <laughs> run and 5k still a bloody long way it's, let's it's, face it after you've it's done 16k you notice yeah. this 
Yeah, you can feel it in your legs. And even though you say to yourself, it's just a park run, 5K is a substantial amount of time left to go. You do feel like you're on the home stretch, but it's still 5K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I get to 20K, I start to feel really excited. Like, oh, my God, that's less, like it's a K. That's it. Less than is how I break it up in my head. But they put, like, it depends on the on the course, but sometimes they put, like, the worst bit near the end because they want to finish yes. in this cool area. I want to, I want to finish on the MCG or I want to finish <laughs> on this nice little um, foot, footpath area or on this area. And, and to get to that, you have to go over tram tracks and, you know, down the quarry and all this. And it's like, oh, yeah. can't we just finish, like, 5K ago? <laughs> well, the the first marathon I ran um, ended up being Terralgan because that was the year that Gold Coast got cancelled during COVID. And um, we finished, uh, I think it was at a winery. But anyway, it was on the rail trail. So we ran out basically on this rail trail. It was an out and back marathon. Um, and the last 200 metres was up a hill. It was my first marathon. And I had hung in there and run the whole thing, um, which I was super proud of myself. And Sean picked me up the last couple of hundred metres to go and ran me up this hill. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Who puts a goddamn hill at the end of a 42.2K marathon? It was brutal. And I just felt, I felt sick by then. I thought, I have nothing left. I had just run the longest run I've ever run um, and Sean is running me up the, this massive hill and it just felt like a mountain at the time. You know, pump your arms, give it everything. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, who, who planned this out? Like, yeah, why? This... What was up the hill? What was so good about the hill? <laughs> that was the finish line. Yeah, but what was there? Why, why did I don't they know. have to put the finish line I would there? have been happy to finish down the bottom and yeah. leisurely stroll up the hill to get the food and wine or whatever was up there. But. Running up that hill at the end, I just thought was mean. <laughs> but you could have had like, like the forecourt when you did the Sydney half or the Sydney marathon and you, you go on the forecourts of the opera house. They don't make you run up the steps of the opera house. That's where all the people were seated watching people finish. You know, you can, yeah. you can sit on a lovely hill and clap people. Finishing. I don't think the person that planned it out is a marathon runner. Let's just say that. <laughs> or Clearly they're not. an ultra runner or trail runner or they're something They're definitely like that. not. Yeah. yeah. They're definitely not a marathon runner. And, no. um, but yeah, that was sometimes you, you do have to yeah think like, huh, okay. But, um, well, that's Marketing a good plan. Department. So, yeah, we'll talk yeah. to the marketing department about that. Um, but, yeah, no, that's a good plan. So I don't reckon we'll get our paces until um, either tomorrow or Friday. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm sort of hanging tight to see what he says. Um, but it's always kind of good because I really like the way Sean tackles it. He, um, like, sort of opens it as a conversation and you can negotiate back <laughs> a little bit. Um, so he'll say like, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? And then you can honestly say, um, I don't think that's achievable for me or, you know, uh, what about this? Or you, you can sort of give your feedback, um, which I think is really good. Um, but also put trust in the fact that he, he knows what you've done. He can see all your stats. Um, nothing that you, you can't hide anything in those apps, you know, 
he can see the ones that you've done really easily. He can see the ones that you've done, you've really struggled with. So well, you put your yeah, faith that he knows your ability on the day, you know? A lot of that is um, being able to see your heart rate and gauging where your threshold is because there's, yep. there's a lot of basic science within saying um, uh, the human body should be able to maintain 160 beats. I can't remember what it is, but it's something like oh. it. It's 160 beats. You should be able to maintain whatever pace is at 160 beats. You should be able to maintain that for um let's say an hour or whatever it is and they work out that's your threshold for an hour okay that's how fast you can go for an hour but we have to cycle back a certain percentage for every 30 minutes or whatever it is and yeah therefore you know they just look at your let's just look at your stats and see okay we've done enough exercise to get you to the point that you can do this and let's see if you can do slightly faster than that. <laughs> and as we know, Luke, it's not just about physically doing stuff. It's about mentally doing it as well. I think running is more about your mental state and your, you know, um, the way you tackle it mentally as well as how you do it physically. So as I was saying earlier, and I think I've talked about this a lot, especially on those long runs, I always break them down in my head yeah. and I talk myself through and that's how I get through them. You know, a 20K run, I'm like, okay, it's four lots of five. And then once I get to the last five, it's like, it's a park run. It's less than five. It's less than four. It's less than three. It's less than two. And that's how I, you know, tackle tackle the runs. And I think everyone does it a little bit differently. But most people have some kind of self-talk about how they're getting through those kilometres and how they're ticking off the sections. I much prefer to run in blocks than per kilometre. Uh, so you know, 5K blocks rather than one kilometre tick, two kilometre tick. I find it goes quicker if I do five, right, one yeah, down, yeah, three yeah, to yeah. go. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. it's just the way that you break it up in your head as well. Oh, it would be too too, too daunting to try and tackle 21 segments. Tackling <laughs> tackling four segments and a bit is, is, yeah. is much smarter. A bit more doable. A bit more That's doable. right. But, um, yeah, but other than that, uh, we've, yeah, we're at the point where we're ready to go. We're, Luke and I are both traveling on Friday. Annette's traveling tomorrow. We'll all be meeting at Noosa Friday night to pick up our bibs from the expo. Yep, yep. Um, and then bright and early Saturday morning will be 6.30, the race starts. We'll be racing the half marathons. Um, and maybe we'll meet up next week just to give a bit of a wrap-up of of the weekend's events and how we all went compared to what we wanted to do. If I got my champagne through customs and not, yeah, if, we'll find if out. Yeah, champagne made it on the plane, if Stacey got charged excess baggage, um, <laughs> if everyone was registered when they rocked up to pick up their bib, because we all think we are registered, but hey, let's wait and see till the day. See if you get that email. Um, yep. That everyone's brought everything they need on the day and no one leaves anything behind like shoes or anything critical. So hopefully this time I did not book the mystery car. So we should not end up with a massive Hilux ute or something this time. We just got a normal car. So that's hopefully going to work out better. Um, so the story with that was that I just picked the mystery car thinking we might get something a little bit better than a uh, Yaris in Queenstown and we ended up 
with a massive, um, well, we got offered this Hilux ute and the other option to that was, what was that massive thing? A Prada, this huge Prada. So we took the Prada um, and we whipped that thing around Queenstown for like four days. In the end, we, we were quite used to it, um, but it was a massive tank of a car. This time, I've just hired a normal car. So Smart. hopefully that'll all just pan out well. But um, yeah, so I will see you in Noosa on Friday night. Good plan. I like it. Hi. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Park One Life. This is the outro where I tell you that you can get in contact via Park One Life at gmail.com or you can contact me directly on social media at Luke Morris Ha That's L U K E M O R I S H A That's pretty much all I have to say. Have a good one. Thank you, Blue, for the music. Please don't sue.